New Brunswick has ranked high in a study of workplace legislation and regulation. It's a study that has been conducted by the Frontier Center for Public Policy. And the author of that study is Ken Phillips. And Ken joins us this morning. Hi, Ken. Thanks for being here this morning. Yes, hi. This was uh, a rather unique study, wouldn't you say? Well, it's certainly the first of this type in the world. What we've done is taken a look at the people who are self-employed in the community, and they're the people who run small businesses. So there's in, in Canada, there's about two million of them, mm-hmm. and um, they, through their small businesses, there's the total workforce in that area is about 60% in Canada of the private sector uh, economy. <clears throat> so it's really the you're looking at the behaviour and the how the regulations impact on the biggest chunk of the workforce. And uh, according to what you found, uh, New Brunswick is ranking fairly high in this study. Well, not perfect. Um, What we're looking for is a 100% score, but um, uh, New Brunswick on our rating came up with a a score of 75, uh, nearly 76%, and that puts it right up there at the top, and um, frankly, uh, doing pretty well. We'd like to see it better, but uh, doing pretty well. And what were some of the parameters that you looked at? Well, we looked at 15 key areas split up into um, uh, four subsets, and so there was tax law, the social welfare laws, labour laws, and contract law. Um, New Brunswick did really very well in the labour law areas. Your labour law areas, as far as we're concerned, produce very few restrictions on the ability of self-employed people to employ, run their business, and that's a really good thing. Now, Ken, are we talking about uh, red tape here, that there isn't as much red tape? Well, what we're talking of is uh, people talk a lot about red tape, but then they don't get specific. What we've done is got quite specific about it. And so we've actually dug into the legislation and said, so how does this legislation in this area impact on the capacity of a person to run their own small business. And so we've, what's quite unique about what we're doing is we're not just talking in a general way. We're getting very, very detailed so that we can turn around to governments and say, look, if you want to do better and enable small business entrepreneurship, here are areas where you can, can create some improvements and here are areas where you're doing, frankly, pretty good. So what you found was that New Brunswick is setting a pretty good example for the rest of the country. Uh, it is. It is doing well. Um, there are areas where it can improve. In your occupation, health and safety laws, we'd like to see just some marginal improvement there, not too much. Um, one of the areas where you drag down, which is across Canada, is in the administration of the tax income tax collection laws through the CRA. We think they've got to lift their game, but that's not something that uh, the, the Parliament of New Brunswick can do anything about. Uh, but a couple of the areas where we'd like to see you do some um, uh, stuff, which we think would improve it, is in the dispute resolution area. Um, Small business people need simple, cheap, quick dispute resolution procedures. So if if a person in small business has got, say, a $5,000 dispute over something and it's going to cost them $30,000 in legal fees to take the dispute through the courts, well, that's just nonsense. So we think that there are things that the government can do to... um, help the rule of law uh, apply in a, in a cheaper and more effective way to small business people. So there are a couple of areas where um, some positive things could be done with New Brunswick to push it up towards the 100% mark.
Now, tell me, Ken, how does New Brunswick compare to other provinces in the country? Well, for example, um, uh, Quebec in, in um, Canada rates one of the lowest. It's down at 62%. Their industrial relations laws, frankly, are appalling. Um, so there's a whole range of areas that it can improve, uh, it should be improving. Um, you're rating alongside of um, uh, uh, Alberta, um, uh, Prince Edward Island, um, uh, the new territories. Um, in fact, the, um, the provinces on the west coast there are all doing pretty well. I think you seem to have a culture uh, on the west coast. And mind you, I'm from Australia, so I'm only coming across this thing from sort of an outsider's perspective. But it seems to be just in our, our ratings, the culture on the west coast that says, "Yeah, let's let's help and let's encourage small business uh, entrepreneurship," which is fantastic. Now, your your what you looked at also took into account outside of Canada. Is that right? Yes. So we uh, this is the first time we put this index together. We um, uh, did all the jurisdictions, there are nine uh, states in Australia, so that's my home base, um, and I've got to tell you that uh, Canada outstripped Australia massively. Uh, we've had some very aggressive anti-small business policies happening in Australia, and that pulled the rating down, but the surprise one, we've done New Zealand, and New Zealand's come out absolutely on top, so... Uh, little New Zealanders sitting down there at the, you know, they've got to be careful that they don't float off towards the uh, Antarctic. Um, <laughs> what you've got is a group of people down there who are saying, from our index anyway, look, let's let's see how we can make sure that we're entrepreneurial. And it's, it's just, and there's probably a lot of parallels with yourselves. You know, um, uh, often um, countries or, or jurisdictions that are in a um, an isolated area or not a lot going for them in some in some areas really got to lift their game to to enable the people to to really get out there and be entrepreneurs so I think very good sign so yeah little little New Zealand uh, you know just a population of about four and a half million or so um, rating very well Okay, so go New Zealand, I guess. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Ken, was there anything in this study that, that surprised you? Well, the, the um, not surprised me because being an outsider, I've come to, to, to this and with a, you know, quite a neutral thing, but uh, a lot of people, when they looked at the results for Manitoba, which actually came out right up the top of um, uh, uh, the same as New Brunswick, uh, there were a lot of people surprised with Manitoba, for example. So there's been, that's initiated quite a discussion around what's, what's gone in, on in Manitoba. Uh, there have been a few people who have been surprised that the uh, British Columbia um, only scored 64%. Um, so there's a discussion happening around that, why it is. Um, so yes, from the feedback that I've had uh, in the presentations I've been doing in Canada, there have been people saying, oh, you know, yes, we've, we've been, this has caught us by surprise in some areas. Hmm. Now, Ken, you, you mentioned that New Brunswick is, is doing fairly well, not 100%. But I, I'm just looking at uh, some of the information here, and uh, Nova Scotia, which is right next door to New Brunswick, they're not doing so well, are they? Now, just let me scroll my... my. Uh... No, no, drag down, and the areas that have, uh, Nova Scotia is being dragged down, let me just check... Um... Primarily in the area of the industrial relations laws. Okay. Uh, uh, that's making it 
very, very difficult for someone who's self-employed to employ people. You have to remember that if, when it comes to industrial relations laws, that a, um, if when it's applied to a small business, it's applied against a person. So the employer is not some big corporation or a government that can afford all sorts of complex reg regulations and manage them. All of this comes down against a, um, an ordinary, everyday person who's normally got their house mortgage to be able to run their business. So, for example, um, Nova Scotia has unfair dismissal laws, which are a lot more onerous and complex than what you've got in New Brunswick, which means that if they have a, an action taken against them, uh, well, the action's against that individual person, and, you know, any costs are going to come out of the cost of their mortgage of their house and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, particularly in Nova Scotia, there's a considerable area of improvement that could be had if you want to see uh, self-employed people out there building their business and employing more people. Okay, so obviously quite different results then from, from New Brunswick. Uh, oh, yes, yes, quite, quite stark. There's um, a significant difference. Mm. Okay. Ken, listen, uh, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for joining us and, and talking more about this study. And, uh, yeah, have yourself a great day, and thanks again for being here. Thank you. All right, take care now. Bye-bye. Ken Phillips is the author of a first-of-a-kind report. It's called the Entrepreneurial Index, and it was prepared for the Frontier Center for Public Policy. Now, this particular study compared a variety of factors which affect self-employed workers, such as workplace safety, contract fairness, and equal opportunity. As well, it looked at workplace legislation and regulations affecting those who are self-employed. And it found that New Brunswick is not doing too badly, actually, when compared to the rest of Canada. Uh, labor laws, especially in New Brunswick, are quite good. And New Brunswick scored 8 out of 10 in that particular category. But neighboring Nova Scotia... A uh, totally different story. They had the lowest score out of the Canadian provinces at 1.6 out of 10. So it looks like New Brunswick is doing a bit better than, well, actually quite a bit better, according to this study, than Nova Scotia in terms of labor laws.